Hey guys, it's Shell, your rolling MC, and this is Hitting the Streets Podcast Show. Welcome to Hitting the Streets Podcast Show. Hitting the Streets is a series of interviews giving you the insider's look at the small businesses, entrepreneurs, nonprofit organizations, and events in the North Texas area. You can find all episodes of Hitting the Streets on Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing, you can follow Hitting the Streets on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. For more information about Hitting the Streets podcast, you can visit my website at www.hittingthestreetspodcast.com. And now, on with the show. Hey guys, this is Shell, your rolling MC, and I am the mouth on the mic of Hitting the Streets podcast show. Today on the show, I am doing a special one. This is going to be about Alzheimer's. I have two special guests here that I'm going to introduce, but I want to let you guys know that I'm having a huge fundraiser on November the 26th, which is Small Business Saturday here at the studio, and it is to raise funds for Alzheimer's Association. So let's get started, and I'm going to introduce Trisha Lee and Carla Maddox. So hold on. Let's do Trisha first. You're up. Uh, hi, I'm Trisha Lee, um, a stay-at-home mom right now and hmm, okay. a professional volunteer. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, Carla, what about you? Hi, Shell. Carla Maddox. Um, I have, I, I work uh, for a local financial advisor mm-hmm. right now. Um, I have in the past worked for a home uh, care facility yes. um, and have had a little bit of um work experience work with uh dementia patients so i met carla um through nautilus um through fitness and then i found out that she worked as a caregiver um and she helped me a lot through some things that i was having with going on with mom kind of led me in the right direction and so um, i have her here because she's got a lot of great experience being a a caregiver and home health worker um trisha here i just so you guys know trisha i met tonight actually um, she is stepping in for Beth Appleby. Beth Appleby had a situation, a family that she had to take care of. So I have Trisha here and we are going to talk about mainly Alzheimer's and caregiving. As you guys know, uh, my mom has dementia and, I, and I've shared that a few times on social media. And I am going to do a fundraiser to to raise funds to help um, fight this disease. So Trisha, I, I know you work on the Alzheimer uh, walk so kind of tell me how you got involved in that. Please share your story. Well, um, my husband and Beth worked together. Um, and Beth introduced me to the Alzheimer's Association. And um, since my dad has dementia and I'm his caregiver, um, I just kind of fell in love with the work that they do mm-hmm. and uh, just kind of immersed myself in it. How long have you, how, or how long have your... Uh, father has had um he was diagnosed about five years ago um i've known for about a year so Mm. 
You saw the signs or you didn't see the signs? Um, I really didn't see the signs. Um, sometimes parents are good at hiding those things from mm-hmm. their children, especially when they're younger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad's only 59, so he has early onset dementia. Oh, wow. So Yeah. So my mom, I, rec- I, I recognize some things and... Um, Part of it was the, her, her apartment was in disarray and that's not my mom. My mom was very organized. Everything had its place. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I used to get in trouble for not having things in place. So the times that I was going over to her apartment, I was like, why is there a mess over here? Why all these loose papers are everywhere? Like, I didn't understand. I guess I would say I didn't understand. I, I, my gut was like, mm, something's off, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And when I asked her questions and when I try to pick things up and help her clean and put things up, she got upset. And I thought, that's yeah. just not normal. It's not normal because my mom would just throw things away. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? She would keep things. I find things. I found things that were five and seven years old. I'm like, what are you still doing with this? Like, it's just throw it away. She would not let me. Yeah. Um. That's a big part of it. Like sometimes it affects the short-term memory. Mm-hmm. So they kind of revert back to, I guess, older times. So mm-hmm. it's causes almost like a, a hoarding reaction mm. because they want to keep everything from the <gasps> past. Oh, I see. Yes. I, I, yes. Mm-hmm. So. I understand that. Well, and it's so funny you said that because she, she worked at Johnson Johnson, God Lord, for like over 30 years. And a lot of that was that it was Johnson & Johnson stuff. Do you think that helps them maybe remember? Maybe they're in the stage where they understand that something's wrong and so they hoard things to help them remember what they have seen, they seem to lose. Um, I don't know. I'm just I'm, I'm not just really wondering. sure. Um, when I worked in memory care since forever ago, um, a lot of the older patients, they they would literally go back to when they were kids mm-hmm. and talk about, you know, when they'd come home from school and mm-hmm. their parents, like, I guess happier times almost. Right. So mm-hmm. that reminds me of my grandmother. Actually, I hadn't really thought about it, but my grandmother had dementia mm-hmm. and in, in a nursing home. And I remember the um, nurses complaining. My grandmother was a school teacher. And she reverted back to mm-hmm. teaching mm-hmm. and would get up bright and early in the morning and knock <gasps> on the doors and tell everybody, get up, get up. It's time to go to school. So that just reminded yeah. me of that story. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's something that you're seeing is kind of, and you you too, Carla, my mom's still on third shift at Johnson Johnson. She sleeps during the day and she gets up in the evening time and she eats lunch at 3.15 a.m., Oh my! Wow! Because her shift was that's eleven to her. seven. That's that she sense. worked that for thirty something years, so she's up at that time having lunch. Wow! Mm-hmm. We've had y'all, and I, every time I get on here, I say I'm not going to be, but I'm going to. We've had to put security alarms on the refrigerator. Yes. Because I've gotten up at six in the morning, five thirty-six in the morning, to go get myself started. And the refrigerator doors are open and all our food is messed. It's gone. It's, it's done. Uh, it's not. Fr- yeah. We've had to throw food away yeah. because she left the refrigerator doors open. There has been so many different things. And I will see um, 
uh, Trisha Beth, oh, I can't even remember, but a long time ago, she had me in this group support. And this is a big shout out to Beth Appleby. And uh, her and I had talked about there were not enough resources here in this area in Grayson County. And there wasn't enough tools, resources, things to help people um, deal with taking care of a loved one, right? And um, so I was buying books because I didn't know where else to go. Um, I will give another shout out to uh, to Buffy at Home Instead because she's another person that helped me understand a little bit better yes. about the brain and the more of the medical side of it, you know, yeah. um, so I can have a better understanding about the disease. Well, with all that being said and me trying to find resources and tools, Beth came along and I went to a couple of things that her daughter did, Allison, and then I went to the walk. Um, I can't remember that that furniture company in Dallas, that was my first walk before they brought it here. And uh, then I was going to group support. I can't think of the name of it right now. And um, the group support helped me out a lot. Nebraska Furniture. Thank you. Nebraska Sorry. Furniture. <laughs> she got it. She, she, she was thinking. She had to close her eyes. I and know. Look up, but she got it. She got it. <laughs> and um, I, being around them, talking to uh, Beth and Richard and having a lot of other people there that was experiencing things, I was listening and making notes that at that time, mom was not in that, in that realm, but she is now. Right. So it really helped me, and I'm just saying this to everybody out there that's listening, to go to group support to help you manage um, caregiving with your parent or your husband or your wife or whatever that the situation is, because it gets hard at the, you know, at the end of the day, you are exhausted from trying to deal with the behaviors and, and, and getting them to take showers. Who has trouble getting their parents to take showers? Raise your hand. Hmm? <laughs> Trisha, it's it's like having an, another child, mm -hmm. literally, and they are a full time job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's she was she was taking them, and then all of a sudden she just stopped, and and then there's an argument, and it's a force, you know. She no problem. She can, and she can still take baths and wash her hair. She still can do it. It's just getting her there to do it. It's, I have right. three teenagers. It's literally, <laughs> it is easier to deal with my teenagers than oh, it is my dad. Well, I have said that before. I was talking to, to Brad and I was like, you know what? Um, I'm better off with my grandgirls. <laughs> but I will tell you this, you know, um, a lot of it right now, currently with me in the caregiving process, I feel, I'm feeling a little of that burnout. I know Beth and I, um, talk a lot she's she's my go-to person that's why i'm bringing her up she's my advocate you know and i also noticed that not so long ago i was having a sickness after sickness after sickness and i was like oh gosh i'm in burnout right fatigue not taking care of yourself mm -hmm. not resting right. fatigue it was an illness to my sinus infection allergy infection mm -hmm. it was just one thing and i was like oh here i am i'm i'm there something i i need to pull back i need to make some changes and that was a sign what do you, what else could, I mean, as far as caregiver burnout, how do you, how do you know and how do you fix it or how do you get help? Self-care is so important. Mm -hmm. Um, pretty much in anything you do, but it's, everybody keeps telling me you can't pour from an empty cup. Mm -hmm. Um, they tell you that when you're parenting and it's not any different when you're a caregiver, mm -hmm. it's the same as being a parent. Mm-hmm. How's it, how has it been going with you and your dad right now? What are you finding challenging? Um, everything's kind of on a loop, mm. you know, 
the the conversations are on a loop. You don't ever try to correct that loop because mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. you're wrong. You mm -hmm. know, it's, it's, it's an argument. Grocery shopping. Mm. Mm. I think he has about 50 jars of the same kind of pickles. Oh my. I throw away loaves of bread because oh my. he's got two open, but he needs four more. Mm. Ham. The ham's gone bad. He, he gave himself food poisoning because... He left the ham open, but he had three more because he forgot that he opened these two. And, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. it's always kind of the same thing. So, uh, One of the things that Beth and I have talked about is the communication. Now, you being the caregiver and taking care of people mm -hmm. with Alzheimer's, how was that for you? I, I, I know communication is key. You said uh, don't argue. That's the biggest <laughs> one. That's hard. Well, I, I'm fortunate enough. I, I guess I would say fortunate that I haven't had to deal on an ongoing basis mm -hmm. with someone with dementia or Alzheimer's as a caregiver that worked for a mm -hmm. home care service, mm -hmm. I would care for dementia patients, um, but only a couple of hours a week. Uh, and at Nautilus, I mm -hmm. actually trained yes. a individual mm -hmm. who had dementia, yeah. but that's mm -hmm. only a couple of hours mm -hmm. a week. Um, patience is, you know, a key. And thinking back to the gentleman that I used to sit with, um, with home instead, mm -hmm. um, it was very repetitive, like you said, uh, routine. and very mm -hmm. routine. Yeah. And our routine was sitting at the kitchen table. He would read the front page of the newspaper. Mm -hmm. He would fold it up and set it aside and talk to me very deliberately, very like, like he, he knew current events and politics. Mm -hmm. And he was sharp. Mm -hmm. He was with it. And then he'd end the discussion, look over, see the paper, pick it up, read the front page and do it all again. It's a loop. <laughs> and but, you know, he that was one of the most fulfilling jobs I had. I, mm -hmm. I loved it. And my. Uh, person at Nautilus that I trained, I loved her too. Mm -hmm. um, so I never experienced burnout mm -hmm. like you, you have Tricia mm -hmm. um, and you shall. Um, and I really didn't get involved in mm -hmm. Alzheimer's until I met Beth and I sure. met Tricia. And then I really started digging into uh, some of the facts and some, some of the statistics mm -hmm. around Alzheimer's and dementia which I have some very yes, um, please tell us. eye opening statistics mm -hmm. here. I just, and forgive me if it sounds like I'm reading because that's what I'm it's doing. It's okay. I'm <laughs> no, anything will help. To, um, this is giving people and this, awareness. This is, this is um, some information I got from the Alzheimer's Association and um, a company called Age Wave. Mm -hmm. They did a survey. So, um, and I, I just highlighted a few that are kind of just mind-blowing. Alzheimer's is one of the most expensive diseases mm. with a lifetime cost of care of more than $375,000. Oh, and you were talking my. about that a while ago. Yeah. Oh, my. Right. In 2022, the Alzheimer's disease will cost the nation $321 billion. Wow. Oh, wow. This is from the Alzheimer's Association. One in three seniors dies with Alzheimer's or another dementia. Between uh, the years 2000 and 2019, deaths from heart disease decreased by 7.3%, 
while deaths from Alzheimer's increased mm. 145%. Wow. Mm -mm -mm. wow. In 2020, COVID-19 contributed to a 17% mm. uh, increase in Alzheimer's uh, deaths. And according to a recent age wave survey, Alzheimer's disease is the most feared health condition by U.S. retirees more than cancer, more than heart attack, more than COVID, and more than stroke. Wow. Isn't that sad? Mm, that is, is very sad. Yep. yep. Wow. Thanks, Carla. Mm -hmm. That, you know, I, this is so, it's so hard for me because I'm watching my mom, I'm watching my mom deteriorate. Um, before we started the show, I was telling God, I was telling these ladies, ladies that I went to go see um, Black Panther. And um, I was telling them as I was watching it at the beginning in the intro, I was just like, I, I, I know I'm going to cry. I know I'm going to cry because here's this man, this actor, he's father and husband and the cousin and, you know, family guy, um, had cancer and nobody knew. And he just handled it with grace. He went out with grace. He didn't complain. It was just, you know, and I sit here and think about all the things that I'm going through with my mom that I get so frustrated about and aggravated about and upset about. And here's this guy knew that he was going to die and wasn't even going to make Panther Black Panther number two. He knew his time was coming and didn't complain that one time. So I cried because I was thinking of that. And then I cried because I was thinking of my uncle. My uncle uh, passed away a year ago. It, it would be a year ago on November the 16th. And I watched him suffer. And I cried because I was like, here's a man that was really like my dad. And I watched him suffer. And then I look at my mom. And I'm watching her go through it too. Like she, even though she's healthy and even though she's having days, her moments, she's suffering too, because she's like, what's going on? Why can't I remember things? And when she noticed y'all, when she noticed that she can't remember and she calls herself out on it, so to speak, she cries. Mm -hmm. yep. She cries and she's crying to me wanting to know why she, she don't understand. She says she's losing her mind. So I cried through that whole entire movie because it, it the grief has just been so hard for me with everything that's gone on. And then watching my mother just, when I say disappear, my, my mom, I, and I, and I said this to, to these ladies here before we started, I just want to be a daughter before she leaves this planet. Yeah. And I, unfortunately, or I don't know if I want to say fortunately, I mean, I, yes, I'm getting to take care of her. It's my duty and honor, but I can't be a daughter to her. I constantly have to take care of her. Yeah. And that's a tough thing. It's hard to be both. Yes, absolutely. And the walk that we had um, in October to hear those stories right. from other people. Oh, gosh. Mm -hmm. My gosh. Mm. Caregiving has been a job that I wanted to quit and can't. <laughs> yeah. Can't get fired. And you can't get fired, Trisha. You know, and so in burnout, it's been really hard because of, um, I recognize that it's hard for me because I'm like, no, I'm not there and I really am. 
Um, I am thankful though. Brad helps me out a lot, my son. And um, I, I have a few family members around that will just come save me for an hour or two. You know, they have things, and that's another thing, they have things in their lives too. Like mm-hmm. this whole, my whole entire family, uh, we're all going through that because of those elders are in that age and in that stage, you know? So we're all tired. <laughs> yeah. And we're I'm going to say with a background in health and fitness, I know that you work out mm-hmm, and I, I know that helps you. It right? does. Absolutely. Right. And so I, um, I work out because it gives me a sense of relief and then the endorphins yes. uh, kick in. Yes. But when I was getting sick a couple of months ago, I was getting sick and getting sick and getting sick. I was like, okay, so what's, what's wearing on me? You know, that's true. I think you said stress. Yeah. You were talking about that when you came in and I'm like, so what's wearing on me? And so I had to, um, and y'all know I'm busier than a one arm paper hanger, but I had to stop and clear a schedule and say, I cannot, I had to pull back. Like I had to pull way back and just say it is self care. And, um, Bitch cave time. <laughs> and I say that because I was so grouchy and bitchy. And I was just like, I got to go somewhere. And and then I have all these personalities that showed up. I was like, who are these helpers? And why are y'all here? So, and, and honestly, I got nervous because I knew something was going on. I went to go see my doctor. And uh, and I said this, uh, I had another lady on the show. And I said, this is probably way too, too much TMI. But I did I did address that. I'm like, I've got too many mood swings. You know, what can I do to help myself right. get better? And, you know, so we figured everything out. And uh, I am working on that, Carla. I do work out and I do mm-hmm. run in the morning, even if it's just a mile or walk or whatever, just to have a well, sense of relief. And I'm going to say yeah. to people that are listening, if you're looking for a, a way to help combat the fatigue and the uh, burnout, just go for a walk. Yep. Just get outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what about you, Tricia? How, what do you do to make time for yourself as far as caregiving? (laughs) Just see her face, girl. (laughs) Do you? You you mean there's actually time for that? Yes. (laughs) Look, with three teenagers and then Mm -hmm. that's how I, I I don't make the time that I should. Mm -hmm. I really don't. I preach to everybody else that should Mm -hmm. because really, you know you're supposed to do that self-care and mm-hmm. take that time. But, you know, um, a pedicure every once in a while is great. You don't have to worry about kids. You don't have to worry about a husband. You don't have to worry about dad, mm-hmm. you know. Are and you your and I actually caregiver? go to Nautilus too and, and go yeah. spend my hour and mm-hmm. just, just disappear. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Because if you don't, then you're just not – you just can't. Right. What did you ask? I was wondering if you were your dad's only caregiver. Um, yes, I have a brother and he's um, incarcerated. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I am his only caregiver. Same thing. I have a brother and he's he's incarcerated too. And so it's and the good news is, you know, I have Brad to back me up every now and then. He, he knows it now. Like he reads me now. And, and, and if it's a 911, I think I told you guys this before we got on pressure cooker time, yeah. <laughs> I'm calling somebody, somebody got to come, you know, but I guess when I take a step back and look at it and talk to a couple of friends, <laughs> I hope she don't mind me sharing the story. I won't say name, but she said, honey, 
my mother used to stuff her drawers in some toilet paper rolls and we found all the toilet paper rolls in her closet and she said somebody was stealing them she said your mama is good i'm like oh girl i wish my mama would stuff her drawers as my toilet paper rolls we're gonna have a situation But I needed to hear that because I'm mm-hmm. sitting here and telling you guys this and it's me and I know people have had it literally worse. And it's worse. funny how each dementia or Alzheimer's patient is so, so different. different. I know. Yes. And it usually goes one way or the other. It's uh-huh. You can have that happy-go-lucky or you don't. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So... Carla, what advice do you have for someone who is helping and caregiving their loved ones or loved one? Oh, gosh. Do you have any advice or um, tips? Well, exactly what we're talking about. Um, self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, you know, a walk mm-hmm. outside. Um, I, I, you know, like I said, I didn't care for someone full time, so mm-hmm. it's hard. Um, patience. Mm-hmm. But I, I know that's easier said than done. And don't be afraid to ask for help. Yes, absolutely. What about you, um, Trisha? Any advice? And and I know you're a part of the the walk and bringing awareness. Anything Um, that you can share with the audience? I know asking for help is by far the hardest thing, but it is actually the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, then you're going to run into problems later because you didn't and you get so stressed out that Mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to help and be that caregiver that you should be. So I have some 10 absolute of communication through Alzheimer. And this is, and I'm reading this off because this is what I have on my kitchen door. So I can read it every time I go to the kitchen door of, Mm -hmm. of my refrigerator or my refrigerator. And it's never argue instead agree never reason instead divert and i have learned to redirect that's one of the things that i am going to pat myself on the back i I am getting better at that and i'm good at it now but i'm getting better never shame instead distract never say remember instead reminisce that is something that i'm working on I, I because it's it's automatic you remember and it's just automatic Mm -hmm, so i have to Mm -hmm. i have to work on that um, never say I told you instead of instead repeat and regroup. Never say you can't instead do what they can't. Let them do what they can. Never command or demand instead ask. And never condescend instead encourage and praise and then never force instead reinforce. And those are really mm-hmm. good. And I read over those just because I need that reminder constantly all the time, especially when, you know, things are happening and I know. Um, but the remember thing is something, because I think when her and I talk, I was like, oh, mom, you remember. It's just a thing to say. Right. Yeah, and I really right. need to say reminisce. So that's right. something that I'm working on. So, And, you know, the Alzheimer's Association has lots of um, help uh, yes. available mm-hmm. as well. And they have a... a they have a 24-7... Um, hotline number on their website um and then of course we have local um caregiver meetings as well okay um 
There is a group support at the rehab, the rehab, at the rehab, rehab center. center. Uh-huh. I think it's first Thursday of every month, I believe. I will make sure I'm I'll sorry. find that out, but yeah, I think it is the I first. I should have looked that up. Yeah. I do um, believe so. At 6 yeah. p.m. At 6 p.m. at the uh, rehab center. It's mm-hmm. right across from Wilson and Jones, Wilson and Jones on Hos- on Hospital Highland. on Highland. Yes, yes, correct. Yes. So, well, I am doing a fundraiser. Um, I'm actually, I've been working with the artist, and I've actually called for art. It's a 10 by 10 show. And um, it will be on November the 26th. That's a Saturday, a small business Saturday. I hope everybody would come out. The meet, meet the artists are going to be here from one to one to four to talk about um, their cherished memories. That's the theme. And it's the money and the proceeds that are raised from this fundraiser art show is going to going to Alzheimer's. So awesome. Well, thank you, ladies, for being on the show. Trisha, thank you. I know you were like, girl, I don't know why I could do this. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. Thank yes. you for having me. Yes. And Carla, you too. Thank You're you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for asking so, me. I appreciate it. You guys are already planning for the next walk, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Good. All right. You guys stay make sure. Stay tuned. Yes. Stay <laughs> tuned and stay and stay posted. Follow my page, please, where I'll be sharing that information on the next time. And that's next year in October 2023, correct? Yes. Ma'am. And if I'm not mistaken, haven't we already... Um, I think it was thirty five thousand, and we've raised forty two thousand. We exceeded our goal. Yeah, we've exceeded you, it. Um, do yeah, you know, Trisha, um, I don't final? because we oh, actually okay. the donations continue until December thirty first. Yes, yes. Well, I know the last time that I checked on my site, it was like thirty five thousand. I think it was a goal, but we're like at forty two, forty three, or yes. something mm-hmm. like that. That is mm-hmm. excellent, y'all. We've exceeded yes. our goal. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yes. All right, guys, that's it for me. You're Rolling MC. Catch another episode on Hitting the Streets. Thanks, Carla. Thanks, Trisha. Thank Thank you. you.